internet sweetheart, Dale. Uh, no, that's not quite right. What's in there? Uh, join the your master of ceremonies, Dale. Ke no, that's too far. Ah, I got an idea. Join the guy who knows things about stuff. This is the generic live show with the guy who knows things about stuff, Dale Campbell. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. Thanks everyone for joining us here on a Sunday. It's Sunday the 11th, 12th of November 2017. <laughs> it's Dale Campbell here with you for the Generic Live Show. We do want to forget Kyo. Thanks for joining us here on a Sunday. It's good to be here as per always. Uh, including the longest introduction in human history is is that bumper. So there you go. Thanks everyone for joining us here on a Sunday with Dale Campbell. Thank you everyone. Uh, quick PSA at the top of the show proper. Uh, thank you everyone for coming out for Extra Life, uh, the 24-hour gaming marathon for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Uh, we raised over 330 bucks, uh, 335 uh, last check to be specific. Uh, there's still time to donate if you want to go over to geek-io.net slash extra life. Uh, I, I streamed onto the generic live show Twitch channel and I believe most of the time is up there. If you want to go to twitch.tv slash generic live show, my recordings are, are up there. Thank you everyone for taking part, who took part in the generic live show quiz show that happened as part of extra life you can check that out up on uh, the feed now uh, that's on the generic live show feed and at youtube.com slash generic live show you can check that out up there as well it was a fun thing to do even though i still am getting <laughs> i feel feel like i need to do a retraction on one of the questions that happened <laughs> Uh, on the thing, uh, there was a there was a hot button. There's been a hot button issue over the last week. Uh, I there was a, there was a question on the quiz show uh, about about Futurama uh, and how Futurama, the 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 archive of Futurama is moving to Sci-Fi Network. I I phrased it in such a way that was that the people took it as misleading. So it was. It was a hot button, uh, hot button issue for <laughs> for a lot of people, but uh, we we moved on, and I'm so glad that there was only that one hot button issue. It was my first time ever doing a major quiz show. Uh, I believe CJ, Rachel, Raul, Delbert, Josh, Kerry, Daryl, Shayla, and Raul Gaza. I think I said someone twice. Uh, we're all there, and then me. So there was there was a lot going on in there, but it was it was a bunch of fun. So thank you everyone for taking part. Thank you everyone for listening to it and, and supporting us on Extra Life. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to let's let's start this show off with a, a quite heavy topic. You know, this this show gets gets serious. Uh, when we, we get serious, we, we mean business. So, a few months back, let, let's take us down, let's take us down uh, memory lane, uh, 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 shall, shall we? Because uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's, it's, it's needed uh, when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to when it comes to this individual, we we need a little bit of a, a previously on generic live show for uh, for this previously. Uh, so we I put a uh, after a contested episode of the generic live show, which will make it into the best of the year, I'm sure. Uh, there was a a rant that I went on. Regarding the Trump transgender ban that Trump was trying to uh, get through. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Dale, I thought you put a ban on saying that T word on this show. Well, I'm lifting that ban for one night only. One night only. It's... Dale talks Trump. Bah, bah, bah. 
That's a phone ringing. I don't know where the... <laughs> where did that sound effect come from? Alright, so... Alright. Those people that are not listening to the pre-show, I've had I've had technical difficulties all, all night, and when I have technical difficulties, they make me loopy la-la. So, there you go. For those people that are not watching the pre-show, yeah, technical difficulties. I don't think most of that was captured on the stream, thank goodness, but anyway. So, I'm lifting my Trump ban. For one night only, and maybe, maybe, I don't know why I'd say one night only, but that, that rant that I went on about the Trump transgender uh, ban uh, made me realise, ah, oh, you know what, let's not talk about this man all the time. So now we're going to be talking about him, he's touring Asia, and it's been a year since the election, ladies and gentlemen, the 2016 hotly contest- uh, contested election that shaped actually most most of 2016 was a year ago bah, bah, bah. there you go happy anniversary or or not you know there's that it's been a year since donald trump won the election i know this time 2016 everyone was in overdrive a year uh, after a year of following a campaign crisscrossing the country to primaries and caucuses debates and conventions, visiting big cities and small towns ahead of the political roller coaster of the election itself. Oh boy. Election day for, for us lasted several days as we worked around the clock covering the vote uh, results in the aftermath. No, I'm not here. Sorry, I'm reading from, uh, from ABC. Uh, we, we actually, we did work around the clock uh, here at Generic Live Show HQ. Uh, HQ, me and CJ Boat from Geek.io, we did an election day stream. Uh, it's still available, readily available for some reason, uh, even though my audio quality on that stream is not the greatest. Uh, you can still watch it. Uh, it's on Generic Live Show? Yeah. It's on Generic Live Show YouTube. You can watch that. Uh, we spent about six hours. Uh, on the stream, so there you go. Uh, the day after Donald Trump's victory, about ninety. Uh, so this person, this person recounts uh, Zoe Daniel recounts her time uh, whilst over there uh, in the elections uh, for you know for celebrations of the election. So. Let's, and, and then, of course, you know, election day for everyone was different. I've, I've, I've found that election day for everyone was different. Uh, this person spent it uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, we spent it here uh, at HQ. And I think there was, when I, when I got to work, is when I, when I left here, shutting everything down from the stream... I went to work, and by the time I got to work, uh, Mr. Trump was was giving his uh, election speech, his his victory speech, and the tone in in our lunchroom is normally, and it's a I work in a a relatively busy retail establishment, so it's normally buzzing. Even at even at seven o'clock at night, when this speech was happening, it was like, and I don't want to I don't want to use this turn of phrase because it's not really a turn of phrase that's good, but it just felt grim and it just felt like a graveyard, and that's not like our work. And I think the rest of the day was impacted by that. And people were people were on edge that day. It was kind of like, well, we don't want to. We don't want to. It's kind of work because it's like we don't know what the future of the world was going to be. Now, that's. I mean, it's it's still been an adventure, but it's definitely. I feel like it's it's moved along. We'll we'll, we'll go to that. Uh, check out the year in Push Alerts by Slate. Uh, so you know what? Let's do that. Let's take a look at that. But there you go. 
Uh, so the uh, and let's let's go back to election day though. Uh, there was a series of statewide and local contests across America. So the the race was to the next governor in Virginia as well. There was a lot of little uh, there was there was a lot of little races that were taking place at the same at the same time uh, as well as all of this because there was also local stuff as well. Uh, so let's 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 do this. Uh, Trump was elected as president. Um, oh, let's pause. Let's hit pause. So Saturday. Uh, Saturday was was Vice President-elect Mike Pence was uh, was was talking taking over the Trump transition from Chris Christie, who was still suffering from the Bridgegate scandal at the time, uh, and uh, there there is there is that the, that whole thing, and then the next day Hillary Clinton came out for her succession speech. Uh, there. There, 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 there are there are apparently some some hefty things. Uh, the Trump. Uh, let's move. Let's move. Let's move to some. Let's move to, to some heavy ones. So. Fast forward, uh, to, December 9th, uh, Which was November eighth was the Trump was was the election. Let's move to. No, uh, no, uh, Wednesday, Friday, rather, no, December 9th. Uh, U.S. intelligence agencies have high confidence Russia acted uh, covertly to help Donald Trump win the elections, officials said. Now, we haven't gotten a full, a full reading on that. So there, there is that. Uh, and then, then we have, then we have the inauguration. Donald John Trump placed his hand on two Bibles and has taken the oath of office. He's now the 45th president of the United States. That was Friday, the, uh, the 20th of January. Uh, there you go. And shortly thereafter, I think this is, I think this is us local time here, I think, uh, or all these times, by the way. So they might sound a bit funny for, for American listeners. Let's... Uh, Continue on Friday, the 27th of January. President Trump's temporary ban on refugees established religious tests. Christians from Muslim natures will be given priority. Uh, then we've got Friday, the 13th of February. Uh, Monday, Michael Flynn has said to resign as President Trump's national security advisor facing accusations of his dealings with Russia. Uh, then we've got... Uh, then we've got the uh, President Trump to talk to uh, the Joint Session of Congress for the first time on February 28th. Then we've got uh, oh, in their final days, Obama sets our uh, 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 AIDS spread intelligent Trump associates Russia. Uh, then uh, the Senate has confirmed Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court, ending a bitter year-long standoff over Antonin Scalia's seat. Was the uh, tragic passing of of Antonin Scalia? I think that was last year. And Neil Gorsuch, uh, Gorsuch, yeah, I can't say that name. I said it once uh, to the Supreme Court. That was uh, April seventh of this year. Then we've moved to. Uh, O'Reilly out at Fox. Uh, that was that was on uh, around April as well. Then we've got then we got the uh, Comey fallout. So starting May 9th, Tuesday, May 9th, President Trump has fired James Comey, FBI director. A White House statement said. Uh, and so Jeff Sessions' recommendation. So that was the whole fallout with that. And then we had the uh, Manchester bombings that happened on May 22nd, uh, 2016. Or was that 17? That was 17, sorry, my bad. 
Uh, we got Amazon buys Whole Foods. Don't know why that's in here. Hmm. Uh, the Comey fallout uh, result. Uh, let's get to the end here. This is a, a scrolling bar. James Comey plans to testify that uh, t uh, the testimonies uh, happened on June the 7th. And then we got then we got something called the moosh. Sean Spicer results. Oh yeah, uh, resigns as press secretary, telling President Trump he vehemently disagreed with his choice for new communications director. As well, that's right. We had uh, someone came in. Uh, President Trump decided to remove Aunt, uh, the moosh as communications director as requested by uh, new chief of staff, uh, John Kelly, that is July 31st. Uh, then we had September, which was the the awful uh, hurricanes, which unfortunately started with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, that was August 25th, 2017. That's, that, that basically, there was a, there was a stretch uh, here of hurricanes uh, as we uh, skip ahead uh, Hurricane Irma of course uh, that, that happened uh, over the course of uh, I think it was from the 6th all the way through to what, the 10th uh, so it, it, a throw from no, from through to the I think it was the Tuesday was the I think it made landfall on on down south, but it was impacting Florida from uh, Saturday the ninth uh, of September. Then we had widespread NFL pl uh, players are expected at games in response to President Trump's criticism uh, on Saturday September twenty fourth. That was when. Uh, uh, they uh, they were taking knees at uh, at games. Then we had, unfortunately, the uh, Vegas uh, the gunman at Las Vegas, and then we have the Harvey Weinstein cases, which is is not great. And that happened on uh, that started happening on Friday, the sixth of October, two thousand. Uh, uh, on Friday the sixteenth, uh, and then right recently, uh, the thirtieth of October, uh, which was Monday, President Trump's ex-campaign chairman Paul Manafort and former business associate Rick Gates were told to surrender to federal authorities. So there you go. And there was that's a whole that was a whole slate article in the basically just reflecting the first year of the Trump presidency. So now back to <laughs> back to back to reality. Uh, so back to election day Tuesday. Uh, we we have to we have to take our break here, but uh, basically it was it was a defying uh, moment. I I I will say it was definitely a defying moment. Now, I I don't really, I don't really uh, follow up on uh, <laughs> follow up on much of this news uh, for good reason. So s apologies if I sound a bit vague, but it's been a year, folks. It's been a year. <laughs> Tiki Kamer points out, uh, it's been uh, one year. And we're still here. No civil war yet. Well, there's. There's, there's not going to be a civil war. I, I think we're in the clear. For now. For now. I'm not, I'm not hedging my bets because if I, if I do, everyone's going to come back at me and go, Hey, remember when you said, remember when you said? All right. Uh, as we continue here on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Uh, and, uh, we were should we? No, we're not going to do the Trump tracker. Oh, and that's right. The the whole the birth of the uh, the generic live show Washington Post 
Live Trump Tracker. Da-da. This was where this was where we were following Trump's 60 pledges that he made during the campaign. That was a segment on this show that was that was born and died. Unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on how, how that works for you. Uh, that was I think that Trump Tracker was the first segment of this show to be born and like be born and to like die on this show. I don't think we've ever retired a segment on that show and I think that was the first one. Huh. Alright, there you go. Well, hey. Fun times all around. As we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, it's Daryl Campbell with here with you. Well, <coughs> uh, excuse me. Electronic cars uh, are a thing of the future, but they might not be a thing of the future for a while in the land down under. We'll tell you more as we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Daryl Campbell here with you. It's a pleasure as always. It's ten twenty-three. of genericness this is the generic live show thanks for joining us here on the generic live show for a sunday it's daryl campbell here with you it's a pleasure as always uh, we're doing it for geeko thanks for joining us i think that first segment of the show was quite quick <laughs> i didn't cover everything i wanted to talk about but whew, it was good to get out of my system i'm not referencing it now because that band guess what it's back in place anyway thanks for joining us here on a sunday now Electronic cars are a thing of the future. Da, 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 the future is here. That's right. Uh, so you might you might ask yourself, yeah, you might yeah you might know about electric electric cars, but do you really are they are they are they prominent where you are? Well, they might not be prominent here in the the land down under. Rather than growing, Australian sales of electronic cars are in decline. They represented 0.02% of all car sales in 2016. That's even lower than that in 2013. In contrast to Norway, the country with the highest levels of electronic car, electric rather, or electronic by the way, car adoption. Almost 30% of new cars sold there in 2016 were electric. Why Australian motorists rejecting electronic cars? Well, I think it's just, well, high prices. It's, it's that easy. Uh, well, that's only part of the answer. Research uh, obtained through questionnaires uh, obtained online, because of course they are, says that there's not really... Oh, it suggests that there's a comprehensive network of charging stations, uh, particularly on popular inner-city routes. It's essential to encourage drivers to go electric. It seems even more important than sub uh, subsidizing the cost of the cars themselves. Apparently. Go figure. The average Australian motorist drives 36 kilometres per day for all passenger vehicles. This is as, uh, this is well within the range of modern fully electric cars. It can go more than 150 kilometres for the models 
on sale in Australia, which is actually less than the Norwegians who drive more than 40 kilometers per day. Norwegian drivers also enjoy the highest proportion of recharges in the world, but not the other circulation in the world's leader is Estonia, which has a recharging station every 50 kilometers. That's huge. Huh. I'm just trying to put that into perspective. Huh. Uh, one in every town that has a population of at least 5,000. So they have to have a population of 5,000 before they get a recharging station. So how does a recharging station work? Do you like, and it doesn't say in this article, which I, and I would imagine that it, you would just put your, like, would you put your, like, it doesn't, it doesn't like take your card. Like you can't get free electricity from these things. So you'd have to like put your credit card uh, up to it, I imagine. And you, you wouldn't be able to like kind of, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. How would, yeah, how would you, how would you el release electricity from a charging station? How would you, how would you stop it? It's not like petrol. Oh, is it like petrol where you have that, or, um, I'm doing this weird motion and you can probably hear clapping on the audio. Um, uh, gas trigger handle thing. Does it have that? <laughs> does it does it have that that's what it is uh, but california's of course of course uh as as laws <laughs> against well regarding electronic cars because of course they do ensures that 40% of californians who live in rental properties could recharge their home as uh, cars at home or recharge their homes in their cars as Australians are increasingly living with high-rise high developments, ensuring car parks have capacity to recharge cars overnight will be critical. Well, that's true. How, how, how would you encourage that? Have, like, sell, sell your own charging station. But again, how would, you, how would you do that? And how would it be different from a public charging station? Because... The public you wouldn't want one of those gas pull trigger thingies uh, from the <laughs> That's what it's called now. It's called a gas pull trigger thingy. <laughs> Dale, 2017. Uh, but it's... It's... What is it called? That's bothering me so much right now. But it'd have to be a separate machine. You wouldn't be able to use the same machine. And most car parks, at least the ones I've seen here... Uh, at least have a different level of uh, a different uh, kind of structure. Huh. But that's weird. All right. Uh, so recharging networks. Uh, without that recharging network, like other countries have, Australian motorists risk be left in the review mirror as the rest of the world drives electric. Well... There was a pun that no one wanted, ever. <laughs> driving forward! But, alright. As we continue... <laughs> driving forward. As we continue here on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday. Well, we're gonna get you up to date. Well, we told you last weekend about an election campaign. A state election campaign that was happening here in Queensland. Well, we're at the halfway mark already. <laughs> Believe it or not, turns out... <laughs> A three-week campaign. We're at halfway already. So go figure. As we continue here on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. It's a pleasure, as per always, but doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us. It's 
finally found the most generic live show. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. It's a pleasure as always. I'm Dale Campbell and it's good to be here. Now, I was talking about at length this last week uh, about, oh, sorry, it's going on, sidebar. Uh, I, I apologize. I, I have this this resting face uh, on the stream this, this week that's very like, mmm, like that's, <laughs> what's that noise first of all? Mmm, like it's very firm and like very serious and concentrating. I should loosen up when I'm on, when I'm on ad breaks. I just can't help it. A, because of the meltdown that happened before the show. And two, well, it's just me. But thank you for joining us, irregardless of serious face or not. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Drank Live Show. So, Queensland, we have another election, and I don't know how I feel about covering another election because it's so soon, and like I was saying in the first segment of the show, uh, I was talking about another election that I covered that was uh, labour-intensive. So, and this one, well, while it seems less labour-intensive, kind of, uh, kind of, is less intensive but still kind of is an election so there you go uh, so this uh, this video uh, from the ABC kind of kind of sums up what I need to say about this but I will be I will, I will talk about this uh, afterwards so there you go let's let's do everything you need to know about the Queensland election this in a minute. is Anastasia Palaszczuk she's Queensland's premier this is Tim Nichols. He wants her job. If you're in Queensland, pretty soon you're going to have to vote. So here's what you need to know right now. There are 93 seats up for grabs. Labor or the LNP need to win 47 to form a government. There are some new seats this time, and the one where you're living might have a new name. Neither party got enough seats last time to run things on their own, so Labor's needed some of these guys to get things done. Expect to hear a lot more of this in the next few weeks. What I need next term is a clear majority. And a lot more of this. Queensland, a great state, but it is going nowhere under a do-nothing Palaszczuk Labor government. The big unknowns, how popular minor parties like the Catters, One Nation and the Greens will be. Queenslanders can't just vote for one person anymore. Everyone needs to number all the boxes on their ballot. That'll have a big impact on the results in some seats. It might even see some of the smaller parties getting their own seats. If the numbers are tight, the minor parties could hold the balance of power and end up deciding who forms government. There you go. Uh, we also... <laughs> I know this is just me playing bits, but we actually have... Uh, another bit that actually explains that uh, preferential voting in greater detail, because I know it's a, it, even to, it seems like a little bit of a foreign, pardon the pun, foreign concept to a lot of people, because it's kind of like, well, we're just used to ticking one box for this dude, and, or girl, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I set that up, guy or girl, you never know, uh, so, that it, and it, it, that was like that in the last Queensland election where it was you had to you had to kind of pick one person and kind of go with them, uh, but that's not the case anymore. It's preferential voting, so we got a little bit of a sound to explain that a little bit too, which is the second part to the what you need to know this election. This month's election is essentially a popularity contest. But this time, the rules have changed, and you can't just pick your favourite. You'll need to think about your second, third, fourth and fifth choice, and number every box on your ballot paper. It might just influence who wins the election. Let's say a group of people want to request a song to be played on ABC Radio Brisbane, but can't agree on the artist. To win, they need more than 50% of the vote. Beyonce gets 30%. Taylor Swift gets 25, Justin Bieber the same, and Nickelback only gets 20%. Nobody's gone past 50, so that means we're off to preferences. Nickelback is eliminated, and preferences from their fans go to the other artists. 
but we still haven't reached our majority yet. So, we'll so at this point, I don't know if he says it in the thing, but at this point, Beyonce's at 35, Taylor Swift's at 30, and Biaiba is at 35. We'll need another round of preferences. The end result might be a surprise, and it shows how the new preference. So then Taylor Swift drops out, and we're left with Beyonce. No, uh, Biaiba winning with Beyonce with 45 and Biaiba with 55. ...voting system could work on election day. But unlike the radio, you can't turn it off or change the station. Ah. You'll be stuck with the government that comes into power for the next three years. So do your research, choose wisely and make sure your vote counts by numbering every box on your ballot paper. Uh, yeah, they're known as um, donkey votes here. I don't know what they would be called anywhere else, but that's known as donkey voting if you don't number them properly or you don't, like, uh, do the thing properly. Like, if you don't vote properly, they're known as donkey votes here. A, I just love that term because that's just an amazing term for anything ever is a donkey something. Uh, donkey votes. <laughs> uh, so... That is the new rule, because I believe, the, the if memory serves, it's been a hot minute, the last Queensland election was that you could either vote one for the person you liked, or you could do the preferential voting. This time, you have to do the preferential voting, which for a local government, I think the local council elections that were last year as well, and certainly the federal election, you had to do preferences. It's preferences all the way down the line till Tuesday. And you, you that's kind of an impactful thing. Like, you kind of shapes up the independent artists and independent um, candidates, rather. Independent artists. They're now artists. <laughs> they're, they're, they're now known... The, form, the artists formerly known as politicians are now the... <laughs> artists, artists formerly known as politicians. Dale Campbell. I want that on a t-shirt. Uh, but anyway, so, and I was talking last week about how minor parties, and this kind of happened in the US election too, where minor and third parties can kind of impact where the election kind of goes, because seat by seat, Third parties, particularly out in rural areas, there's the the Cata Australia Party, where they have the they they kind of have a conservative and a farming background, and that kind of appeals to their. Therefore, a candidate representing that party would win that seat, and therefore would would sit in parliament and kind of would their votes. While they would win the seat, their votes kind of help form the majority government. Now, if that party had enough representatives in enough seats, they could hold the power as a third party, but they don't. So that's why they're not they're not considered to run the government. They, they, that's why they would have to vote preferentially. That's a new word. They would have to put preferences to one of the major parties, quote unquote, major parties. So that's and that's that's how preferential voting kind of works. Now. This week, meanwhile, uh, LNP leader Tim Nichols was going to emulate former Queensland Premier and political stuntmaster Peter Beattie and swim with sharks for cameras. Yay! That kind of that kind of didn't work out well, did it? Uh, and Mr. Nichols spent the week uh, diving at the Cairns Aquarium, which is always fun. Meanwhile, there were protesters outside Airlie Beach. Uh, because uh, to to protest the Adaldi mines, uh, there you go. Uh, there's that as well. So here we go. Here we've got, and I think Palaszczuk was up here as well. Memory serves. What's this audio? Oh no. Ah, uh, show that doesn't have audio. So we Palaszczuk was up here with local uh, member Curtis Pitt help the campaign up here. Uh, there's, here's the Premier speaking at the Donor Rail Manufacturing. <laughs> oh, no, that's not her speaking. You know, 
captions, you shouldn't lie to me. Because lying is bad. So, uh, there's that. So the cans, everyone was in cans this this week apparently, uh, to help uh, up here, which is good because I'm not I'm not complaining that people uh, aren't up here, which because that's you know it it is highly contested up here this time around because uh, there was there was a particular event that happened that that that, that yeah, I don't really want to get it into on the air because that could be that can get me in a little bit of trouble, but. There, there, there are there are contentions up here that would warrant the premier, uh, the premier and the opposition leader to come up here. Uh, so, meanwhile, Rob Catter, I think that's the son of Bob Catter, uh, announcing Catter Australia Party's candidate for Hitchinbrook back from a jet ski. Da-da! So, we've got we've got politicians riding on jet skis. We've got one diving with sharks, and we've got another one uh, looking at turtles, starfish, 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 and not turtles. Just say uh, when the opponents uh, started a yellow ribbon campaign against the government's management of the Kabulcha Hospital, Mr. Beatty would promptly war one too. Huh. Uh, wasn't the best there we go. and you found your government found him twelve thousand dollars I'm not going to argue with you but, thank you. but I know the facts so you don't know the facts you've had your say ma'am are you security yes we are you've had your say they okay I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to for audio listeners and went for video listeners because I'm not do not showing the video uh, these gentlemen are not security they're in bright pink dress shirts. They're, 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 they're not security. So, there you go. Uh, but this this election is 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 centred around uh, some key issues, like I was talking about last week, where I think you have to just vote for an issue that is relevant to you, I guess, uh, in terms of this, ele- this particular election anyway, because it's not necessarily... Like I was talking at the top of the show, and that that first segment kind of clouded this show, but it kind of you have to vote on the issues that are important to you because this is this is unlike that U.S. election. Uh, it's this is kind of a an issues based election, and it's centered around a coal mine as well. So you have to take that into consideration uh, as well. So you know what you just have to. Just have to vote for what you want, kind of thing. Unfortunately, I I will be, but you know, there's yeah, you just have to have to go with the flow. As we continue here on the Jericho Live Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Well, bugs. That's bugs with B U G S. They're in your house. <laughs> believe believe it or not, they're in your House. What is that? How about we don't do that? They're, they're in your house. But we have a way. Uh, we, 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 we don't have a way to get rid of them. But we can tell you why they're there. I know. Not really productive, right? We, we, can, we can tell you why they hang out in, in popular places. And it's up to you to fix it. <laughs> Genetic Life Show, telling you why things are there, but not actually fixing fixing it for you. Uh, Coming up right after this, as we continue here on the Genetic Life Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. It's a pleasure as always. It's 10.49.
8 out of 10 fictional doctors say that you should start your day the generic live show way. This is the generic live show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Take two. Thanks for joining us here on the generic live show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure as always. This. For every oh, this is the Jack Live Show. I just realized how much of the other stream is. Ooh, that is a rocking tune, though. Rocking tune, right? Royalty free music is good. There you go. I highly recommend it. Uh, that is, uh, I, I get these from uh, the audio library, no copyright music. Uh, claim that one's uh, piano rock instrumental hide. Uh, so there you go. There, there, there is that. Da da. There, there is. There is that. It's it's a rocket. It's a rocket tune. It's a hell of a thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Uh, bugs. Speaking of which, speaking of rock and tunes, how about that? Them bugs, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, bugs. Aren't they, aren't they great? No, not really. <laughs> uh, bugs. They're a thing. Uh, me 69 says, You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. I guess. That's a thing. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a woman, but hey. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I can get. Uh, so... Bugs in your house. We're not going to tell you how to fix them. We're going to tell you that they are there in your living room, uh, in your basements. That's where insects hover the most. Now fix it. No, just kidding. Uh, everyone uh, has uninvited guests in the home from time to time. Most of us have a bunch of tiny roommates that who don't pay rent. It's called bugs. Uh, to be specific, bugs of all shapes and sizes share our homes. Plus spiders. Spiders are a thing. Research published in the uh, journal Scientific Reports explains what kind of housing uh, aeropods, like insects and the like, like best. Mm -hmm. That's a weird way of saying that, but English is great. Uh, if you don't like insects inside your house, you may want to turn your housing into a suboptimal for them however for the most part loving your place gets the bugs is based on how it is built for starters bugs prefer bottom floors and basements this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who climbs a flight of stairs unless you're a centimeter tall <laughs> right those people that are centimeter tall they they're they're, they're, they're great uh, uh, Fook Me 69, I am Australian. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> That's got me. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, carpets keep insects snug, like a bug in a rug. Oh my god, this Newsweek article is killing me. <laughs> uh, dust mites especially love them. However, the authors of the study suggested that other insects may be trapped in them. And they find that the diversity of insect species in common rooms, uh, that is where the party is. <laughs> I would hardly call it a party. <laughs> a party of bugs? That's it's definitely not where that's at. Uh, the scientists analyzed 50 homes for the structure and the layout, as well as the activities of the humans living there. Compared them with the number of diversity and never for bugs. <laughs> And they observed living there. Uh, they looked at things like book lice, gnats, uh, ants, gall midges, and carpet beetles. There you go. Uh, the biology hiding uh, inside the built environment, in air quotes, has been increasing investment to scientists. According to a 2001 survey, hmm, Recent news, I did say in the pre-show it was a slow news week. Humans spend on average 90% of their lives indoors. I don't believe that. Why, why would, what? That doesn't, that doesn't seem right. Uh, uh, my, microscopic organisms 
to make their bodies spurt that something about their immune system being good uh, so there you go uh, there's uh, much you can prevent about creepy crawlies coming into your space and considering how much time we spend inside our homes uh, as the author suggests quote severe as connection to the outdoor services connection to the outdoors uh, there is a video uh, it's going to be playing <laughs> why is uh, that why is that surprising? Uh, so, bugs. Uh, I I I I still recommend the. Uh, there is that. Uh, this is not gonna do that thing that I love so much. That is that is. It's absolutely gonna do the thing I love. It's just just music over text. Uh, I I I still recommend those. I have. Uh, I I have the kind of. Uh, uh, I, I have the kind of, uh, I, I have the DIY pest stuff I, I do as well. We also have like conch, uh, cockroach baits and that sort of thing and ant baits. They, they work really well actually, surprisingly so. So I recommend just those, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll feed off most things, I guess. Here's your handyman thing, uh, handyman, uh, kind of. Tip for the day: <laughs> Go to the grocery store and buy yourself some uh, some stuff. Uh, Fook, <laughs> change your name to Fook Me sixty nine. <laughs> says I speak well for an Australian. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I try? Question mark. <laughs> I just I just do. As we continue here on the Jerk Live Show for a Sunday, uh, it's Dale Campbell here with you. A uh, thing we like to do every November is break down all of the, uh, some of the Black Friday deals for you and kind of uh, tell you what's the best and what's the worst. And we'll do that right now for you, right after the break, as we continue here on the Genetic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us. It's 11.01. As pause with rain. 